What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we are just going to jump right into it. Lots of news to discuss, lots of deals, some trades. Everything's going on. So I will start with the Blue Jays reaching a three-year deal with left-handed pitcher Yusei Kikuchi. It's a three-year, $36 million deal for the starter. So the addition of Kikuchi is going to be the Blue Jays' first major move since the lockout was lifted on Thursday. But we have to remember, this front office did plenty of heavy lifting earlier in the offseason. Back in November, they signed a seven-year, well, they signed Jose Barrios to a seven-year, $131 million extension. Then they followed that closely by signing free agent Kevin Gosman to a five-year, $110 million deal. So now they're going to get Yusei Kikuchi to join Hunjin Ryu as, you know, a couple lefties in that rotation right there. Hunjin Ryu is going to enter the third year of his four-year deal and then they have Alec Manoa this is shaping up to be a pretty good a very not even very good an outstanding rotation remember Alec Manoa was a breakout star of the 2021 rotation but from one through five this gives the Blue Jays exceptional depth and they still have a bunch of options beyond that Ross Stripling Thomas Hatch Nate Pearson other guys like this those guys are going to be available as well so, not to say that Kikuchi is anything really to write home about, but they're giving him a, a solid chunk of money here. I mean, $36 million over over three years. That's $12 million a year for you know, a player who who did have a pretty you know, strong 2021 20, season for the Mariners. But you know, his ERA is a bit bloated, but he was an all-star. So, 4.41 ERA, but he did notch 163 strikeouts over 157 innings. And... After the season, they decided to decline their their club option on him, and he became a free agent. Now he's he's cashing in on that. But Kikuchi has a 4.97 ERA across three years in MLB, so that's kind of who he is. You know, I said he was a 4-4 last year. The pandemic shortened season, he was north of five. But I think he got a very good deal for himself. I don't think he could have done much better than this. This is better than probably I would have expected. But you know, left-handed starters do come at a bit of a premium. So, you know, much like the Gosman signing was a move to replace Robbie Ray, now you have Kikuchi, who's basically the replacement for Steven Matz, who signed with the Cardinals. So it's definitely going to, it's not going to really raise the, the ceiling of this Blue Jays rotation. But like I said, it gives them a lot of depth. They have a very good rotation now with a lot of depth on the back end because they still have further options outside their starting five. So keep an eye on the Toronto Blue Jays pitching staff. We've talked a lot about their hitters for a couple of years, but let's see what those arms can do. So the Mets pulled off a trade yesterday. They landed all-star right-hander Chris Bassett from the Oakland Athletics. So they sent a couple pitching prospects, JT Ginn and Adam Aller, over to Oakland, and they're getting right-handed Chris Bassett. This is a pitcher who has produced a 3-1-5 ERA. Oh, well, this is what he did in 2021. Over 27 starts last season in Oakland. And, yeah, I mean, that's that's going to get the job done. That's what the Mets are looking for. The Mets are going all in this year. You don't go out and get Max Scherzer and Starling Marte and, you know, Eduardo Escobar, guys like that. You don't go go, go ahead and do that. If you're not all in, they're 100% all in this season. They have given away a couple good prospects for it, but that's what it costs. 
and Oakland is Oakland's gonna find a way to do their thing because Oakland never really needs any. They don't need big names. Oakland finds a way to win, um, but they have a completely different philosophy philosophy than you know these New York Mets. The Steve Cohen led New York Mets. They have deep pockets. They're not afraid to spend money. They're not afraid to make the big splash and go out and sign the big player. They, they've done it two years in a row. Francisco Lindor last year, then this year, you know, all the moves they've made, and they might not even be done yet. So keep an eye for, out for those New York Mets. But we've been saying that for a few years now. Let's see if it actually comes to fruition in 2022. In other news, the White Sox made some additions. They went ahead and added veterans Joe Kelly and Josh Harrison. So Joe Kelly signed well, both of them signed as free agents, but Joe Kelly, you know, a lot of us were talking about him going back to the Dodgers because he said he wanted to go back, but it's a bit of a surprise. He is going to the White Sox instead. Probably gave him the best deal. It's a two-year deal with a club option for a third. It's pending a physical. Not really sure what the dollar amount is on that one yet, but for Josh Harrison, it's a one-year, $5.5 million deal. Joe Kelly, you know, he's 32. He posted a he posted great numbers last year. You know, 2.86 ERA, 27% strikeout rate for the Dodgers last season. That was his 10th year in the majors. I mean, that just fortifies that White Sox bullpen even more. I mean, what more do they need? They have Craig Kimbrell. They have Joe Kelly. They have Liam Hendricks. Wow. It's, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches back there for the Chicago White Sox bullpen. So... And that's what they'll get. I mean, you know Joe Kelly's going to get the job done. I believe in him. Josh Harrison, he's 34. He's a versatile utility player. Infielder, outfielder. He spent last season with the Nats hitting, Nats and A's, hitting 279 in 138 games. He's a two-time All-Star, has a career, 719 OPS. And he would fill the White Sox vacancy at second base because we know they traded away Nick Madrigal. And... This also gives the White Sox a chance to use versatile players such as you know, Lurie Gar Garcia, Danny Mendick, Romy Gonzalez, Yolbert Sanchez. It gives the White Sox a chance to use those other players around the diamond. So that's what we're seeing out of the White Sox camp. White Sox have a lot of expectations coming into this season as well because you know we saw the great season they had last year, showed a lot of talent, won a lot of games, and we'll see how they, how they build off of that. A bunch more signings to go over. A bunch more signings, but I'll just kind of hit on the big ones. So the Twins, this is actually a trade. The Twins have traded for Sonny Gray. They acquired Sonny Gray from the Reds, and that's going to be a deal headlined by him. But the Twins are going to receive minor league right-hander Francis Peguero. And the 26th overall selection of the 2021 draft, his name is right-hander Chase Petty. That's a hard-throwing right-hander uh, who, who was a high, high school pick. Uh, coming out of New Jersey last year. That's a upside guy. Upside guy, I'll, I'll just tell you that one for sure because he, he was the first-round pick. But this deal has a lot of potential to shake up both divisions. We're talking both the AL and the NL Central because the Twins rotation, for their part, it now looks a lot better with the addition of Sonny Gray. And they might not be done adding starters. They have Kenta Maeda out for the year because he had Tommy John. And that means the rotation was easily their biggest area of need moving forward. Because they also lost Jose Barrios after the trade last July. So Sonny Gray in the short term is definitely capable of holding in line what was once Jose Barrios' rotation spot. As for the Reds, though, 
As for the Reds, I mean, they're taking a step away further from their very short-lived identity as a contender. I mean, at a point last year, we thought they could, you know, contend in this NL Central. So they're taking a step back. That's going to shake up the NL Central more because, okay, maybe the Reds are out of the picture now. You know, that that's that's going to open more more of an opportunity for, you know, obviously the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Cubs, right? I don't know about the Cubs, but it's going to be kind of a Brewers and Cardinals battle, I think, this year. So the Twins have made some moves. They picked up Isaiah kiner falefa the other day. Now they pick up Sonny Gray. If Byron Buxton can stay healthy, I mean, we, we don't know. That's, that's the question every year. But if he can stay healthy and Josh Donaldson does his thing, the, the Twins ought to definitely, you know, be better than they were last year. Be better. I think they will. I think they will. Um, but we shall see. We shall see. There, there's a lot to keep an eye on in that division because the Detroit Tigers are coming up. You know, they're good. The, you know, the Guardians, we don't really know exactly what they're going to do. But the White Sox are obviously going to be the talk of town in the AL Central for most of the year. So that is where we stand right now. There are a flurry of, of signings that are that are happening as we speak. So I'm going to kind of let the dust settle because I also want to make sure I get it right. As far as, you know, we're not always seeing the financial agreements, the contracts and everything. Tomorrow we will do, you know, a bigger roundup for even more deals. But as, as we anticipated, the floodgates have been opened and names are flying all over the place. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.